0: I warn you in advance of this review that you're going to hear a lot of emotion in my voice. My children teased me mercilessly about the ocean of tears that I cried when I read this book out loud during school. And now, reading this for this podcast, in January, of a book I read in August, I'm crying again just trying to get through the review. So while this is not normal protocol, I'm just gonna let it be what it is and I warn you in advance so if it bothers you you won't offend me if you just skip this one but I will tell you that the short version of the review is this my children and I feel unanimously that this is the very best read aloud we have ever done in school this is a very powerful true story and it is full of lots of feelings but really, really beautiful and worthwhile. Hello! You are listening to the Plumfield Moms, and this is Monday Morning Book Review. When the Dykes Broke by Alta Halverson Seymour A Plumfield and Paidea book review by Sarah Masarik. I am constantly amazed by the number of excellent books I have never heard of. My husband loves to use the expression learning to drink from a fire hose to explain how overwhelming something new can be. In the last few years, I have felt that fire hose is getting fatter and more powerful the more I dig into books from the golden age of children's literature. Frankly, I hope it stays this way for many years to come. These books enrich my family's life, and it is an honor to share that reading journey with you. I have made it a priority to read and review as many books from Purple House Press as I can. I have been so impressed with Jill's excellent taste and her careful printings of these worthy children's books. I love how she has added layers to her catalog over the last few years to incorporate nature books, living history books, and gems from that magical golden age in children's literature. I have seen sneak peeks of the new Elizabeth Ripley art books, and I will be buying those as soon as they are available. Shopping on the Purple House Press website is like going into a candy store and getting all kinds of delicious treats. Thank goodness this kind of binging is calorie free. During the May Purple House Press sale, I put two Alta Halverson Seymour books into my cart, primarily because I loved the covers. The Tangled Skein and When the Dykes Broke. Something about The Tangled Skein was just so beautiful that I kept going back to it, and I became deeply curious about the story itself. The Dykes was also intriguing to me because of the cover, and because of my love for Hilda van Stockholm and all things Dutch. Right now, I'm binge-reading Dutch author Tonke Drocht, and I love her too. I did a little research on Alta Halverson Seymour and realized that years ago, I had purchased On the Edge of the Fjord, also by Seymour, but from Bethlehem Books, another treasured publisher of children's literature but I had not gotten around to reading it. If When the Dykes Broke is an excellent sample of her writing, then I expect that we will be making her a featured author very soon. I have since added the Christmas books to my collection as well and look forward to sharing reviews of those. I have always struggled with teaching geography. I loathe map work and have never loved any geography curriculum that I have seen but I grew up traveling internationally, and I want my children to have a good sense of the world. I decided that this year, we would approach geography through the living stories of places and their people. I do enjoy finding literary locations on maps, and I love hearing about crucial moments in the history of a place. So, we began with When the Dykes Broke. My kids said that this was the best school read aloud we've ever done, and I agree. They also teased me mercilessly about the ocean of tears I cried on nearly every page of this 130-page story. Some of those tears were of grief, but the vast majority were tears of pride and joy for the Dutch people. Their resilience, creativity, love for fellow man, and humility in the face of an angry ocean broke me like those poor dykes that were broken. I'm tearing up as I read this, even having read it several months ago. This story is tremendous, and one that you will not soon forget. I have no warnings, except that nearly all animals are drowned in the floods. None of it happens on scene, so we are spared the grief of watching it happen. But if you have a sensitive reader, you may wish to skip over that realization. If you want to know what happens to the dog, head over to our website and read the written review. I have a clearly marked spoiler alert inside of that review, but I can't properly warn you of a spoiler alert in an audio version and then have you just not listen. (laughs) So head over to the website and you can find out what happens to the dog. Quote, he found them. And in another moment, he was pulling with all his strength toward that group in the attic window. Into Dirk's mind flashed a well known Dutch saying, I'll row with the oars I have. That's what Kloss was doing right now. End quote. On January 31, 1953, 89 Dutch dikes along the North Sea really did break, and the next 48 hours were grueling for many of the Dutch people. It was the worst flood in Holland in 500 years. The storms raged all night and made it harrowing for everyone. As families climbed onto the roofs of their flooding houses, the waves of the ocean viciously washed over them and carried many people away. When the storms abated, the slow and arduous rescue work began, but there could be no peace until the dikes were repaired so that the flooding could stop. Men were divided between dike work and rescue work, While the women and elderly tried to care for the sick, the wounded, the children, and the hungry. The people were soaked, cold, devastated, and exhausted. Just as the men on the dikes were wearing out, fishing boats appeared, bringing whatever food they had and help. Hours later, new ships loaded with more men and provisions arrived, as well as small boats that could be useful in rescue efforts. The next day, the helicopters from England and Europe, flew in with more provisions to aid in the rescue efforts. The Red Cross and other relief agencies, including American soldiers stationed in Germany, moved the people inland to hospitals, relief housing, and short-term housing. Over the next several months, the Dutch people would go on to repair their dikes and rebuild their homes and their farms. Quote, There was a moment's silence, and then a little sigh of discouragement went around the group. Then Frau van Rossum spoke up, with a twinkle in her eye. I remember once when Dirk was very small, and he was trying to move a good-sized table. I said to him, You can't move that boy. It's as big as you are. And he said, Yes, I can. I am as big as it is. (laughs) Oh, this job we have on our hands is big, but let's hope we're as big as the job. End quote. Seymour's writing is elegant and lovely for read aloud. (laughs) If you can choke it out while crying, that is. (laughs) The story follows the Van Rossum family through the devastation, and then through the restoration of their village. We marvel at how they remove the mud and grime from the interior of their home. We laugh when their missing tea kettle is found in a tree. We wonder how they will recover their farmland, which is covered in a salt cake from the sea. And we mourn their losses, while we rejoice with them in their little victories. This story reads like a classic such as Little House on the Prairie, but it is also quintessentially Dutch. Seymour writes with pride and hope and gives us a beautiful ending. I do not know why this book is not more commonly known. I honestly believe it should be required reading everywhere. As Jill Morgan often does when she is working on reprinting a book, She did a great deal of research into the true events which inspired this book, and I want to draw your attention to this paragraph from the Purple House Press website because I found these links to be really fascinating. Quote, To see more of what really happened in the flood of 1953, you can watch a 20-minute newsreel on the footage of the flood aftermath. It was released to the Dutch people soon after the storm, and it is titled, quote, the first footage of the storm disaster. Quote, you can read more extensively about the floods in the Netherlands going back to 1404 and from 838. Delta Works describes the 1953 storm conditions at another link and states that the sea broke through 89 dikes covering 116 miles of Dutch coastland. With wind speeds of gale force 9, parentheses, 47 to 54 miles per hour, parentheses, measured for 20 consecutive hours. Well, if you made it through my emotional review, (laughs) then you get a gold star. Thanks so much for listening.